This program is part of the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. For more shows like this, visit our website at cosmicpotatonetwork.com. Hi, this is Shane. And this is Virginia. And this is We. You've never seen a podcast dedicated to discussing well-known movies and TV shows that one of us has never seen. And today we're discussing, wait, you've never seen Space Jam? Now, right up front, I have to say. Everybody get no, up, it's time s- to slam now. We're not going to sing. We've so, got a real jam going now. Sorry, okay. We have a guest with us mm-hmm. who's, now, I'm not sure if this is his favorite movie of all time. I'm not sure if this is his godfather or not. Oh, would that be your your brother? <laughs> So, with us on the show is my son, Max. Max, how's it going? It's going real good. Glad to be on. Yay. Thanks for joining us. So, what is your relationship, real quick, to Space Jam? I'm just wondering, is it your favorite movie? Uh, I could say probably not, but it's it's definitely really up there for uh, things in the mid-90s from my childhood, for sure. Mm-hmm. I see. I gotcha. So, um, Virginia, yes. are there any trigger warnings? Well, first I wanted to say yes. um, we really needed something lighthearted after, like, the intensity of last month. Because last month we had, like, people driving each other crazy and psychological or psychiatric facilities and just randomness. We did one floor of the Cuckoo's Nest, Max. It was... Um... It was intense. It wasn't fun. Oh, boy. Uh, so we're doing kids' movies this month, and we're starting with Space Jam. Yes, this is our first one, right? We did Rear Window last time. Yes. So this is our first movie of Kids' Month. Now, having said that, the movie starts with R. Kelly's I Believe I Can Fly. Oh, jeez. Which I had totally forgotten about. R. Kelly sucks. That's just the way it is. Um... The little aliens are from a place called Moron Mountain, which we've talked about on the show before, like my general disdain for things that are named moron or idiot or anything that was used as a diagnostic tool for disabled people in the early 20th century. Like, they're called the Monstars. Why not just call it the Monstar Mountain? That would make more sense. Anyway, Foghorn Leghorn starts singing Dixie. Wow. Wow. Oh, man. That was something else. That's a thing that happened. So, having said that, what were, Shane, what were three things you expected from this animated motion picture? Well, I expected a terrible combination of animation, sports, sci-fi, and musicals. (laughs) It tries to appeal to everyone and ends up appealing to no one. Uh, Max, this is particularly difficult to do now like i wrote these things before i invited you to join us <laughs> <laughs> so i hope this isn't i hope you don't take this personally oh no it's fine number two bad acting from michael jordan three i expected good technical achievements along the lines of who framed roger uh, roger rabbit uh-huh. mixing live action and animated characters and maybe a little bit of cgi so, um, it, it kind of sounds like you didn't expect to like it. 
Well, if you lower your expectations, maybe you'll be surprised and so, so delighted. What star out of five? What star did you start on? Uh one star. So, you just stabbed me right in the heart. Well, I thought it would be. It only has one star because I thought it would be technically good. Oh, I see. Okay. So, what was your one-sentence TV guide summary? An alien race of creatures who happen to look like popular intellectual properties fly their magical spaceship to Earth to try to trade for Michael Jordan. (laughs) That's surprisingly accurate. I mean, I thought that, like, Bugs Bunny was an alien. Oh, I see. I'm a little wrong, but anyway, gotcha. we'll we'll get we'll get to that. So, um, would you like to hear what IMDb had to say? Please. So, Space Jam <laughs> is from 1996. It's rated PG. It's an hour and 28 minutes. Um, it's listed as animation adventure comedy, and it says in a desperate attempt to win a basketball match and earn their freedom. The Looney Tunes seek the aid of retired basketball champion Michael Jordan. Uh, so, uh, how did things meet your expectations? <laughs> uh, do I really need to explain that? Yeah, I'm kind of right. I think Michael Jordan is. It's hard to play yourself. Like, you would think that would be an easy thing to do. I think uh-huh. it's difficult for some people to play themselves. So, yeah, there was bad acting. Uh, I, and there wasn't there wasn't good technical like technically as far as movie magic goes it's bad R- Max am I right back me up yeah I'd 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 argue compared to previous existing films of the same thing it really didn't include anything else that they didn't yeah right like um, Who Framed Roger Rabbit was my go to like I expect because that came before this. So I expected you at least have to get that good if you're going to combine live action and traditional animation. I wonder if they were done by the same studio. I, I, I doubt it. Oh, so um, has your opinion changed from one star, a monstar? I give <laughs> it... Oh, don't do that. <laughs> I give it a one... It's a, it's a flat zero stars. I think this is the first, like, sometimes we give negative, we've given negative stars before. I think so. I know I gave, like, the tiniest of percentages to The Room, because I still have not forgiven you for that movie. No. It's terrible. The, oh, no. The Room. Max, how great was The Room? I, I, I watch The Room ritualistically every year. <laughs> I, I made a PG edit of that movie. For me and my friends really? to watch in school. <laughs> it took me hours to edit it. And and the PG version, it's like a two-hour movie. The PG version is like, what, like 30 minutes long? It would have to be. <laughs> of raw footage I cut out, it was about 45 minutes. Oh, my God. <laughs> But I mean, you understand though the the joy of liking something terrible. Oh yes, I do. Like it's not like I'm not insulting you by saying like that's one of the worst movies ever made. I proudly own a DVD copy of that movie along with the Super Mario Bros. movie. Oh my god! Wow, that's (laughs) that's another one. Wow! Holy cow! 
So you had uh, zero stars, right? Yes, ma'am. So can we talk a little bit about Michael Jordan's act? So, Max, what did you think of Michael Jordan's acting? I think it was on par for what I expected. I mean, he's not known for being an actor. Mm-hmm. And in that situation, I could see how it would be hard to play yourself on the big screen. I think overall it's not as bad as it could have been. Well, I want to see that version. Like, how ba- I want to see the worst version. Sorry. So I kind of thought, like, when we watched the Blues Brothers and all of those blues musicians were in the movie, and they're yeah. great musicians, but they're terrible actors. Like, they don't know how to deliver a line if their life depended on it. And I feel right. like this is like he was in his element when he was like playing basketball yeah, you know, on screen. But any kind of speaking, <laughs> like it was just I realize he's acting with animated characters and that makes it a little more difficult anyway. But Yeah, that's true. But it was still very like stilted and awkward, I thought. Um, yeah, if you're gonna have a professional athlete in your movie Get them doing the thing they're best at right away. Yeah. <laughs> Waste no time. Not playing baseball for the Birmingham Barons. Although well, that la- that made me laugh with the catcher like giving away the giving away the pitches. <laughs> Don't swing at this one. It's a curveball. Yeah, at least it was there was like an element of like self-deprecation, which I think is was good. It wasn't just a Here's a movie where you can worship Michael Jordan, who is flawless in every way. They didn't do that. I guess we should say, because, I mean, I guess there are non-basketball fans who probably listen to us that uh, Michael Jordan is considered one of the greatest, if not the greatest, NBA players. Definitely dominated the 90s. He led the Bulls to, like, a three-peat, right, in the early 90s. How many did they win? Max, do you know? Like, I think it's more than. It might be more than three. Um, I believe it was three consecutive, but there was more overall. Right. Um, the reason he quit basketball was because his dad was murdered, and he was just like, "I can't do this right now. I'm lost. retiring." Yeah, he just lost the will to. Um, and then he went on to baseball, and eventually went back to the NBA. Blah blah blah. So the movie came out in 1996. So this is kind of like peak Michael Jordan, like he availability was, or or superstarness or whatever. Right. He's in he's in his mid 30s at this point, which is old for a basketball player. But like that's still you can still be a great basketball player in your mid 30s if you're at that level of you know. If you're at Michael Jordan's level. If you're Michael Jordan, <laughs> that doesn't make any sense at all. Okay, so can we talk about that opening sequence? <laughs> okay. Get up, it's time to slam no, now. No, we're not. We're not going to do that. But listen, <laughs> um, so we know this is a Michael Jordan. Yes. And then for several minutes, we have to see him, like, the sky dunk or whatever that's called, the air, like his, the all the footage <laughs> that he's famous for of him dunking during the credits. Like, it's as though they didn't have confidence in their own, like, movie. Like, okay, let me give you an example. Sting from The Police uh-huh. was in the movie Dune. I haven't seen that movie. It's okay, and I won't spoil it. 
Okay. But they didn't do, like, a best of the police during the title sequence to, like, remind you, like, this guy right here, Sting? Was he the star? He was, like, the only known quantity, I I think, in that movie. He might have a point there. Like, yeah, I don't think he's the main... But, like... And they don't... I don't believe... (laughs) It's been a while since I've seen Dune. I don't believe they have him sing. Well... (laughs) Think I mean to me thinking about it this way is this movie came out in '96. It's animated, partially, so it's geared toward children. So they may not know the children may not be familiar with Michael Jackson, the basketball player, like to the extent. Did I say Jackson? You did. Michael Jordan, the basketball player, to the extent that they would be like hey, this guy has been playing basketball all his life, and he's awesome. So if you show Michael Jordan doing all these dunking things, you're going to get people like my nephews, like, yeah, he's awesome. It might have been a better movie to make it 20 minutes long and just have, like, all of his greatest hits and people talking about how great he is. Yeah, just have, like, the Looney Tunes watching him. Yeah. Like, cheering him on. (laughs) I'd watch that. I'd pay $7 for that. (laughs) So, uh, what else did you hate about the opening credits? I... <laughs> <laughs> okay, like, first of all, I'm upset that you think that I hated it. You gave it zero stars. <laughs> well, <laughs> all right, <clears throat> that's true. <clears throat> so, I feel, well, Max, you know what? At this point, like, talk to me about how you feel about this movie. I mean, overall, it it was it was pretty decent. I I liked the star power of it, the sure. cameos of uh of Bill Murray and the various Bill Murray related jokes. I think really did it for me. But that's because I'm that a big so, Bill Murray fan. That was so good. That you know what? That was the one part of the movie where I'm like, I'm enjoying so much of every second he's on screen, <laughs> like. At one point, I even said, I even wrote down, like, I put it back, I put it back up, like, one more star just because he was in it. But he wasn't in it enough to, like, cut through the zero stars. (laughs) So what else do you like about the movie, Max? Um, I like how it set up a lot of the more modern Looney Tunes mythos for the shows that would later come out on uh, Cartoon Network. Like what? How do you mean? Such as the character of uh, Lola Bunny, who just existed to be the odd sexual attraction for many characters. Right, because there's no there's no reason to have a woman there unless like she's a sexual object or right. yeah, that's, or it was she's going to clean your things. It was a little bit bizarre, but later on on the Cartoon Network shows, they set up her character to make more sense. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't. Yeah. I, I had no idea. So is there a whole show about her, or...? Um, not specifically about her. There's just a Looney Tunes show. Sort of a remake where the Looney Tunes live in a town and they go on various adventures. Hmm. Cool. So I have a question yes, for you Northerners. Yes. All right. Um, when they were... I think it was um, maybe Bugs Bunny that was tunneling under the ground to go find Michael Jordan and they went past a Piggly Wiggly. 
Oh, no um, way. I didn't know that. Are there that. Piggly Wigglies in the north? I know they're a very southern thing, but I don't know. That's a grocery store, and no. <laughs> no, actually, there was. There was one in East Cleveland, I remember. There's a Piggly Wiggly in East... No. There it was, have been. It was been, it's been out of business for many years, but I, just, I, I distinctively remember. Really? I have a question. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're gonna, you're gonna try to bring it back? Okay, good. <laughs> when would Michael Jordan's wife have filed a missing persons report once Michael Jordan just disappeared down the golf ball hole? It seems like he was he was gone for longer than twenty four hours. Was she just like, oh, he's just chilling with the Looney Tunes? She didn't know. He could have been kidnapped. Now I wonder if the the life of a ball player on the road, like you're just gone for weeks at a time. But so he, I wonder if she didn't expect him back anyway. Oh. Uh, I'm wonder. I'm I'm just trying to. I'm you know, I'm trying to figure it out. What <laughs> I'm do you not think, sure. Max? I overall, I was trying to think about that because there's a there's a scene where the kids end up helping Bugs Bunny. That's right. Yeah. When... Your dad is missing somehow. Maybe he just forgot to call. I would I would assume if you're out on the road, you would call. But maybe he's just traveling so much that's just something you're used to. But I think you would want to call your dad on the road and say, "Hey, I just found Bugs Bunny in a Daffy Duck <laughs> house." Right. Yeah, you have something to report back about. I was about to say, well, you know, um, cell phones weren't a really big thing in the 90s. But then I'm like, right. he's Michael Jordan. If anybody would have a cell would phone, have... it would be him. I knew someone in 19, in the mid-1990s that ha- who had a cell phone. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool story. Cool, uh, cool story, hey, hey, you know what? <laughs> I'm not. And you know who that person's name was? Shaquille O'Neal. Okay? Really? Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> I'm trying not to name drop. You're making fun of my story. (laughs) Okay, so I want to talk a little bit about the problems with this story. Like, (laughs) and I don't want to harp on, like, the main points. Like, like, it's just, it's so tenuous, this connection of, like, oh, okay, we somehow need to have a basketball game in order to, like, solve our problem. Like, that's ridiculous anyway. They're trying to escape slavery. <laughs> that's horrible. Okay, yeah, that's horrible. But the whole idea of... I can't remember which character because I probably fell asleep several times. But... <laughs> you fall asleep in every movie. Uh, look, I'm getting old. What am I going to do? What am I supposed to do? Kidding. So... <laughs> <laughs> so anyway... The whole idea of, like, going, like, oh, here's the special stuff and just handing handing all the players <laughs> water. Mike's special. My, it was, was it special stuff? Mike's I, I think it said stuff. special. I think it was special stuff. Do you remember, Max? It said something along those lines. Like, the whole idea of, you can do it, champ. You had the special stuff in you all along. I think they actually say that. That and line is in there. Audibly groaned. That's so bad. That's so. La- it's such lazy writing. I'm sorry. You know what? I'm not going to apologize for my not liking this, but I understand that you and I, Max, we go a different way on this one. 
It's understandable. Know? I mean, I, I like both really bad movies and really good movies. <clears throat> Not a whole lot of medium movies. I mean, there there's there's some. I mean, but I'm saying, like, my definite must-watches are, like, on the far ends of the spectrum. Gotcha. So, is Space Jam in your... Where is it on your top five? Top five? I, nowhere near it. It was... Okay. I picked it up at Walmart on a bargain bin. So, you haven't seen this movie? I hadn't seen this movie. And... Bear in mind the situation here. So me and my friends, we went to go out to see probably one of the biggest cinematic disasters of last year. Cats the Musical. Oh, oh my gosh! God. I can't believe you saw that! You saw that? You saw that trailer and you thought, I gotta see this? Yes. The, I, the CGI wasn't finished. The movie was absolutely horrible. I mean, I can't say much about the original play. I haven't seen it, but... Coming off of that, I was like, you know, I want to go home and watch something, like, not depressing. And I saw Space Jam sitting in the bargain bin at Walmart. I'm like, all right. Uh, I see. And the rest right, so, is history. So it was like a comforting, like, yeah. it was a comforting sort of thing. So I have, like, for me, that's like the original Star Wars movie. <laughs> and for you, that might be Space Jam. But that's fine. They both have have space in the title. Yeah. No, I mean, space Sorry. in the space. You know, space wars. Space yeah, space wars. wars. You know, the space wars with the with the lightsabers and the laser swords. I sound very out of touch. <clears throat> Did y'all catch the um, the Mighty Ducks joke? I don't think so. Where um, is it Daffy Duck that's Warner Brothers? Donald Duck yes. is Disney. Donald Duck is Disney. So, um, Daffy Duck and Bugs Bunny are talking. Some some team is named the Ducks. I can't remember. The Mighty Ducks, like the like the. No, they weren't talking specifically about the Mighty Ducks. Sorry, but um, <clears throat> Bugs Bunny says, "What kind of a Mickey Mouse operation names their team the Ducks?" Nah. <laughs> well, Mighty Ducks had come out a few years before that. So I was like, oh, I see what you did there. <clears throat> you know, when someone, so I'm a, I'm a literal person. I'm very literal. So when someone says, oh, this Mickey Mouse operation, and they mean like a rinky-dink operation, I'm like, when someone says, oh, I don't want this to be all Mickey Mouse, I'm like, you mean you don't want it to be like a multi-billion dollar <laughs> global colossus that is eating up everything like every intellectual property that's great and wonderful it gets like you know assimilated like the borg <laughs> like you don't want that you don't want like an amazing <laughs> thing to happen to your product one of the thing i didn't mention this before but there is a there's a large red monster like creature called gossamer in the Marvin the Martian segments of old Looney Tunes. Mm -hmm. You know I'm talking about Marvin the Martian, Max? Yeah, of course. I grew up on Looney Tunes. Yeah. Um, what's the line? Like, something about a space modulator? Anyway. Yeah, I'm drawing a total blank. I'm, yeah, I'm trying to come up with a line. But anyway, so Gossamer, I'm, I'm showing Virginia Oh, my God. I forgot about him. I don't know if you can, I don't know if you can see this, Max. 
Oh, yes. Yeah, I, I remember that. So I expected this guy, he's even wearing tennis shoes. He's wearing <laughs> tennis shoes. I expected him to show up and be like, like, he's going to, like, Michael Jordan's like, I don't know. I can't make this work out. It's like, you know what? You need a guy to, like, you know, be the muscle on the court. Uh-huh. And, like, stop the monsters from, like, getting in your way. So I'm going to, you know, he's going to be, he's going to play defense, whatever it is. I don't know. Be the Scottie Pippen to his Michael Jordan. I don't really know <laughs> basketball very well. No. They did not. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I don't really care about sports so much. Um, they they could have done that. and They did not. So I looked into this. The idea for the movie Space Jam comes from a popular 1993 Nike ad. It showed Michael Jordan playing against Marvin the Martian and not Gossamer, but these big, giant, enormous, green, turkey-like alien things. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've, ever, if you've ever seen that, Max. I have not seen that original. That's worth a look-see because it's... Um, if you like Space Jam, you'll love the Nike commercial from 1993. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not remembering that one. Hmm, I'll have to look that up. Do y'all so, have anything else to add before we move on to the Bechdel test? I do not. Max, do you have uh... Um Generally, I think it was, it was an interesting addition of the numerous jokes that just would go over kids' heads. I noticed that too. Yeah. Do, do you have an example, Max? Was there so one? So there's, there's a. Go ahead. There's an example of I didn't even I didn't catch this when I was younger, but I caught it now. Where it was in one of the scenes where the basketball players who had their talent stolen were going to. Oh my gosh. To see the doctor, and one of the doctors asks, um, "Are you underperforming in any other areas?" And he gives oh. him a weird look. <laughs> and it was totally like a Freudian doctor. He had like the accent and everything. Yeah, full on, full on Freudian doctor. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my God. That's really funny. I don't even think I caught that because I may have been asleep during my many naps during this movie. <laughs> it was ninety minutes. <laughs> ninety so, minutes. So Max, I just have to let you know that like. Mostly this podcast is about Virginia and I, like, kind of torturing each other. Like, I tortured her with the room. Grease 2. Grease 2, all these musicals. I tortured her with the room. Good morning. Good morning. We talked the whole night through. Good morning. Good morning to you. He hated that one. That's like a virus that never leaves the body. (laughs) That song. Are y'all ready for the Bechtel test? Max, do you know what the Bechtel test is? Um, I've heard of it. What is this? Um, it is for a movie you have to have two named female characters, that's the first criteria, who talk to each other, that's the second criteria, about something other than a man. So hmm. two named female characters who talk to each other about something other than a man. Now, Almost. do either of you think that it passed? Well Oh, Go ahead. I just want to talk about the significance of the Bechtel test or why it was like it's like the lowest rung of did you include women in any meaningful way? Just the very barest of not barest. What's what's the right way to basic. say basic? Yeah, the, in the most in the most basic way, did you include women in any way <laughs> in this? And probably 
probably if you look at the top grossing 100 movies of all time, maybe less than, it's got to be less than half pass, right? Probably, yeah. Very few movies passed. Surprisingly. Even though it's very, very basic, like we're saying. Yeah. So I think there's no way that this movie passed the Bechdel test. What do you think, Max? Oh, for sure. That's that's the Looney Tunes are mostly male characters anyway. Right. Yeah, you got Granny. You got is Tweety Bird? Is Tweety Bird male or female? I don't know. I think he's male. I'm not sure though. <coughs> um. But you're correct. It does fail. Um, the named characters that we have are Juanita Jordan, who's the uh, Michael Jordan's wife, Jasmine Jordan, and Lola Bunny. Well, Granny, Granny too. doesn't count. Granny was in there, but okay. Granny is Granny her name, or is her name like Marjorie? And everybody calls her Granny. But also, there was mm. when we first visit the Jordans' house. There's another woman there who talks to. Um, to uh, Juanita about what they're going to have for dinner, but she's only billed as Jordan Housekeeper. She doesn't have a name. Like, oh my gosh. You couldn't just name her Bonnie or something? Like, Anything at all. It, do- it doesn't make any sense. Like, that's so lazy. <clears throat> so, no, it failed. Wow. So, I guess this question is really more for me and Max has our opinion changed since the initial viewing. What do you think, Max? I would say yes. I, I went into it assuming like, uh, this is probably going to be kind of terrible. And I went in thinking it was really terrible, but (laughs) I ended up legitimately enjoying myself. Why? Uh, because in watching it, I compared it to, another popular very 90s uh, piece of media sonic cd and sonic cd i i wrote to someone like after i watched it i said sonic cd tends to be like the best parts of the 90s and space jam exemplifies all of the worst parts of the 90s (laughs) that's great so um i was 15 when this movie came out um but i have younger siblings and my mother was the uh, cheerleader coordinator for, she's a teacher, she was the cheerleader coordinator for several years. Mm-hmm. And one year, probably the year this came out, they did, um, they did one of their routines to the title song. Oh, is Space that Jam. why you know it so That's well? You know that I song know so well. Forwards, backwards, <laughs> up, down, sideways. I'm very familiar with that song. As, as a matter of fact, I was going to look before we started recording. I think I have the soundtrack on CD somewhere in this apartment. There are CDs here? Yes. <laughs> um, so re-watching it, I probably hadn't watched it in, you know, 20 years. Um, it is, it is, it does not hold up well in the, this <laughs> age of, you know, better movies. Mm-hmm. But um, the... A couple of times ago when I was down at my parents' house and my nieces and nephews were there, watching them watch it mm. was really, like, they were so excited and, like, what's going to happen? Don't worry, Aunt Jenny. I think the Stars <laughs> will lose. And I'm like, okay, good. They're all, um, like, under 10, right? Um, yes, the oldest is 10. Yeah. So there's five of them, 10 and under. <laughs> so 
watching it as an adult, yes, is is not too stellar. No pun intended. Nah. Um, but watching kids enjoy it makes me happy gotcha. to see them to Fair. see them liking that movie. Fair enough. So, are there any um, pop culture references you now understand? Now, Max, I don't know when you became a fan originally of uh, Space Jam. Um, I, w- I would have been very young. Because I swear, like, I swear there, you, you had a t-shirt of the Monstars, because, like, I had, like, when the Monstars, when they, they go from, like, those little... The little aliens? Those little tiny, shrivelly aliens, like, less than an inch tall or whatever, to, like, the big giant Monstars. I swear you had a t-shirt or maybe a poster or something of this, because when I saw that, I'm like... Those creatures are very familiar, but I have no idea why. <laughs> I've seen that a lot. Now, it could have been just because it's one of those things that you see. Because it must have been very popular. And, you know, I'm sure it was popular at the time. <clears throat> um, any other ones? I mean, I think that's plenty. I have. Um, I wrote <laughs> one down that I wondered if you noticed. Okay, yeah. When... Um, when uh, the Looney Tunes. What was their team name? The Tune Tune Tastic. No. Tune Squad. The Tune Squad. Um, once they got Michael's uh, special stuff, and they were just like <laughs> tearing up the monsters. Right. Go ahead. <laughs> they were tearing up the monsters. They finally have their confidence. Yeah. There was one <clears throat> scene that showed Yosemite Sam and Elmer Fudd. Dressed up in black suits and with oh, sunglasses like, yeah, like and like shoot, and uh, <clears throat> shooting one of the monsters, mm-hmm. and I'm like, is that? <clears throat> I thought like, is that Pulp Fiction or that's Blues be, Brothers? I don't Pulp. know. <laughs> I think it's gotta be Pulp Fiction because it came out in. This movie came out in '96. Pulp Fiction was '94. Oh, well, that was, would make it was most definitely Pulp Fiction because it played yeah. Miserloo by Dick Dale. All right. Oh. Ding, 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 ding. That's a terrible. It, it is a little terrible. Yeah. Well, it's a theme. It's a theme today. I can get the. Uh, <laughs> I can. I can get the real music and put it under your talking if you want. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> what's it? What's the song called, Max? Miserlou by Dick Dale and the Deltones. Here's Miserlou by Dick Dale and the Deltones. So, how do y'all think the movie would be different with today's technology? Max, what do you think? I think I think it would have fallen prey to a lot of the uh low budget CGI we see in Hollywood now. Yeah. And you know what? Like even with low you know, low grade CGI now, it would have been it would have looked better than this movie. Mm-hmm. But I think it would there it wouldn't have there's something charm like I did give it zero stars. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm in no position to say this. But there's a certain charm. There's a reason it didn't get negative stars. Yeah. There's a charm to it that I think would be lost. 
with CGI. I, frankly, I think it could have gotten cold, colder. Well, I mean, Looney Tunes has been around for so long. It would seem, it would seem kind of weird to see them in anything except their traditional animation. Like, what if you put? I don't see <clears throat> my stepdaughter loved. She loved watching the Disney Channel, and her there name was is, her, her name, name is Adira. Thank you. And um, she loved Jimmy Neutron, and she loved the Fairly Odd Parents. And there was one episode. Max, you're a big, you're a fan of those too, right? Yeah, yeah. There was one episode where they switched the animation oh, right. styles. Right. So Jimmy Neutron was cr- in Fairly Odd Parents flat animation, and mm-hmm. what's his name from Fairly Odd Parents was in that 3D, and it was so weird looking to yeah. see them in the opposite styles. Uh-huh. So I wonder how weird it would look for Bugs Bunny and Co. to be like in the 3D animation style. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, I wasn't even thinking of that. Cuz I'm think thinking of, of I'm thinking of just sort of Oh, go ahead, Max. I was going to say I think a prime example of that would be the Charlie Brown movie that had just come out a year ago or two. Oh, yeah. I don't remember what that looked like. Um, I didn't see it, but I remember <clears throat> like seeing the commercials for it and it Yeah, I don't know. Did you see that? What did you think? I did not see it. I kind of lost interest based on the art style. Mm. <clears throat> what were you going to say? Um, there's a way to do CGI where you just sort of like you put a traditional it looks like a traditional animation character, animated character mm-hmm. on a golf course say. Uh-huh. And then you use CGI to sort of make it look like the sun is really hitting that two dimensional character and rounding it out and making it look like it has a place there. Uh-huh. So there's light and shadow. Okay. I'm just thinking of a real like a a more a more advanced version of they did they did some of that in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. They sort of they had light sources and shadows to make it not look as awkward to have traditional animated characters interacting with live action. But I wonder I, how many I wonder how many movies in the 90s were combination, animated, live action. Obviously, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Or was that it, late 80s? I think it was 1888 or 89. It's very difficult to do. Yeah, and, it seems like it. And I don't think... It was very expensive, and I don't think... Yeah, I don't think they really... It, anyone really even tried to do that again. Yeah, most of the time now, like, with... Um, who Framed Roger Rabbit was in 1988. Sorry okay. to interrupt. That's okay. Because um, I doubt live action recording with animation is somewhat different than like live action, say, in Star Wars, where they're green screening the alien, like... Um, like Jar Jar Binks? Well, yeah, that, or like the big... Um, you know, like when they're when they're fine tooth combing the sands, and you see a stormtrooper like riding in on a whatever. Chewback. Yeah. So, like, you know, how do you? I don't know. I guess I'm saying, how do you interact with the CGI character? Um, well, see, the originals used a lot of puppeteering. Maybe Star Wars is a bad example. Um, 
but I'm saying this the style of acting um, <clears throat> when you're working with an animated character like Bugs Bunny, you're going to act differently than if you have um, like BB-8, where he had it was a guy pushing it around everywhere, but he was just covered in green screen stuff. Or sometimes so it was a, sometimes it was a robot rock, you know, right a version of it. <clears throat> do you see? Do you all see what I'm saying? Yeah, I think with acting, the more you have to react to, like they say that all acting is reacting, mm-hmm. and if you have nothing to react to. If you're just supposed to be like, oh, there's what color is the guy that's in front of me? Oh, he's blue. Okay. Hey, big blue guy. Like, <laughs> that's really, di- I, I imagine, I'm, I'm not an actor, but it's got to be difficult to do. Because it seems like, um, it seems like with live action and animation, the editing or the creating of it would be so difficult you wouldn't want to have a stand-in for michael jordan to interact with because that might get in the way of your animation is that right like with cgi you'll sometimes have a stand-in because they can cover you with their cgi magicness yeah but can they do that with standard animation so maybe it was a little more difficult i don't know i feel like i'm kind of rambling but i don't know anything about art and whatnot no i think it would yeah I think there's a reason we haven't seen a lot of combination animation and live action mm-hmm. movies. Well, in particular, there's one of the scenes where Bugs Bunny is grabbing for a bag in Michael Jordan's house. And okay. you can tell the way they did it is they had an actor actually grab the bag and then animate it over. And it looked really bizarre and disjointed. Huh. Oh, that's interesting. I don't think I remember that. But when they go to steal, like, his shorts and stuff, right? Yeah. Well, they were asked to go get them. I don't think they were stealing involved. <laughs> That's true. Looney Tunes wouldn't do that. Yes, they're the pinnacle of virtue. <laughs> Looking at you, Peppy Le Pew. <laughs> anyway. So do y'all have anything else to discuss? Max, any other... Any, any closing words about... Uh... Um... Nothing in particular. Okay, so I have one thing. I'm sad. Ask me why. Why are you sad? Because uh, this podcast is canceled, because this is a terrible movie, and I'm never doing this again. Oh, boy. You have no room to talk. You have no room to talk. You... You, are, you, are you saying that I must be professional? <laughs> Shut up. He's not professional, Max. He's tearing me apart. You're tearing me apart, Lisa. Oh, my God, that would be so Oh, hi, Mark. Okay, so we're going to wrap it up. Max, is there anything you want to, like, promote? Do you have, like, a... Instagram you're doing or a Twitter account or anything you want to tell the audience about? Uh, not really. I don't really have uh, any public social media. Okay. So that about wraps it up for us. You can find us on a bunch of platforms like iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. And we're also on the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network at CosmicPotatoNetwork.com. You can find a lot of other great shows there like Star Trek All Access because Picard is back. Mmm! So check that out. And as for us, just go to waityouneverseen.com to find links, social media, and contact information. 
Max, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Leave us some feedback. Let us know if you have any suggestions for movies or TV shows we should watch. That's our show for today. Next time we'll be watching The NeverEnding Story. Do you know that song? I know the song. And I've never seen the movie, but I know the song. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 